Welcome to America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. Advisory services offered through the Retirement Guys Formula. Registered Investment Advisor, America's Retirement Headquarters, America's Medicare Associates, and the Retirement Guys Formula are separate and independent entities from Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. you're having a great day out there. We really do appreciate you joining us, spending part of the day with us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates, with Nolan Baker and Chaz Price. And myself, my name is Chris Swan. Here's how you reach out, ARHQ.com. That is the website, ARHQ.com, or the phone number, 419-794-3030. Today on the show, should you use your 401k to gap the income between when you retire and when you claim Social Security? Uh, we want you to be aware of junk fees that can eat up your retirement savings and how extra income could mean more taxes, all this and more. But first, let me check in with the guys, Nolan and Chaz. Glad to be with you. As always, how are we doing today? It's good. Good to be here. Yeah, this is Nolan. And, uh, you know, I got my niece down to Ohio State. So we got her all moved in uh, in the last week. And this is her first week of uh, back to OSU. She's in uh, a sorority house. And I think they have like 40 people in the sorority house. It was uh, fun to head down there, get to, to eat some local good food and um you know, just see the vibe at OSU is just amazing. And then, of course, last weekend, uh, my oldest son moved back to Bowling Green State University and got plugged back in. I'm, I'm sure it was like a big reunion getting to see all the kids that moved away for the summer and all getting back together with the beautiful weather that we've had here recently. And, of course, then my youngest is back to high school, so I almost feel like an empty nester once again, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. It's weird. I got my son back to BG. He's a junior this year, and... Um, I just been playing a lot of golf, I guess, this week. <laughs> I played twice, and for some reason, the scores aren't getting better. In fact, they're actually getting worse. So in investments, we have the, the term sell in May and go away. I'm just going to call it play in May and go away because <laughs> I'm, I'm not getting any better, so I'm just going to leave it in May. I don't know a whole lot about golf, but I, I do know that occasionally you want to lean on the advice of a, a caddy, someone who's kind of walked you through the process. Same sort of thing when it comes to your retirement. You know, you want someone on your side who who has seen the ins and outs and knows what to expect in the future and how to prepare you for it. And that is what you get at the team with the team at America's Retirement Headquarters. Kind of consider them your golf caddies. Again, Chaz, I'm not criticizing your game one way or another, <laughs> but uh, just a little advice. Again, the, the phone number to get in touch, 419 794 3030. Let's go ahead and jump in with this very important question. I think, how much money do you need to actually enjoy your retirement years? Here's how wealth manager Charlie Epstein answered that question on TikTok. You know, there's a lot of stuff about you got to have a certain amount of money, two to three million dollars in order to be happy when you reach your retirement years or you got to make a certain amount of income. Let's keep it really simple, folks, because having a number like that, two or three million for most people to shoot for is total madness. So here's a simple formula. When you get to your desirement years, 60, 65 or 70, you're probably going to need 70 to 80 percent of your current income. And you've got it. Repeat after me. The income replacement formula so he certainly makes it sound simple but is it really the case can you explain how we are actually replacing that income in retirement well i think when we look at replacement of income it's a matter of determining you know what that income number is so in their example they said you know 70 percent of pre-retirement income i think it's fair to say that you know americans retirees they get used to a certain lifestyle they get used to how they spend their money now, Chaz, I think, you know, in looking at the planning process as a certified financial planner, I think you've helped really kind of bring that question down to helping people understand what is my number? What do I need to have 
to get that replacement income. You know, we've talked a lot about the independent income system and the process that we put together, but Chaz has developed a calculator that helps you determine what that number is. And if you don't know what your number is, I would encourage you to get a hold of us at the office. You could schedule a time. We can run the independent income system calculator and help you determine what your number is. But what I would say is 70% Chaz, I think is a good starting point, yeah. but things that maybe it doesn't take into consideration, you know, when you retire, uh, maybe you're gonna have your mortgage paid off. That could be a big part of the, the expenses that maybe you're not gonna have anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe you're going to not be putting into a traditional retirement savings account anymore. So, you know, again, money that you're putting towards a 401k, um, you're not gonna have certain types of taxes like the FICA taxes. So that number is gonna be based upon your situation. And when you're figuring out, you know, how do I replace my income in retirement, Chaz? Um, I know there's a lot of advice and tips that I give, but what are some of the things that you're talking to folks about? Yeah, replacing that income gap is really where I think where we specialize as retirement income specialists as compared to just accumulation specialists that really focus on helping you make the money and grow it. But it's a totally different ballgame, Nolan, as you know, when you start spending money because of the sequence of returns, the randomness of the market. And so the goal behind replacing income and in retirement to me is reliability. It has to be something, an, an income source that we don't have to worry about it um, fluctuating. Um, we need it to be available when we when we want it. And then it, it has to be obviously sufficient and in, in, um, we can create it on an ongoing basis. And so uh, that might involve working part time for some for some folks. I, I've had clients talk about maybe going back to work, just doing a little something. You have to be careful if, if you're taking Social Security prior to your full retirement age, how much money you can actually earn. Otherwise, the government penalizes you. Uh, but that's one way of creating the income. The other is through our independent income system. You described the calculator that we developed and what that involves. Essentially, it's a it's a bucketed strategy where we're breaking your portfolio down into buckets, usually two or three, maybe four different buckets. And we're going to use those dollars that we put into those buckets for a particular period of time, for instance, Bucket number one is the cash and the savings uh, that we're gonna use to kind of, for the first five years of your retirement. So we're gonna use investments with pretty low degree of risk, maybe CDs, um, bonds, money markets right now are back in favor because we've, we can get great interest rates. So we're gonna use that bucket for our short term. We're gonna use the medium term, you know, two year bucket to kind of get us through um, you know, the next five to 10 years. And those are investments like uh, fixed income investments like bonds and dividend producing investments. And so uh, one of the things that I'll, I'll talk about with dividends, we call them the inflation killer. Uh, dividends are a, a tremendously valuable component to replacing the retirement income because you may not know this, but a dividend uh, on the S&P 500 has actually grown almost six times in the last 30 years compared to the consumer pricing index, which is only doubled. So for somebody that was you know, expected to spend $4,000 a month, now you know, 30 years later, it's costing them $8,000. But again, uh, a $3 per share dividend 30 years ago is now worth about $9. And so you know, a combination of uh, you know, the bucketed strategy, uh, maybe doing a little bit of part-time work. Also, um, to help you bridge that gap, you know, we're going to delay Social Security. We're going to keep, we're going to use the vehicle that is 
you know, our most powerful financial asset, we're going to maximize that to its fullest extent. So to kind of bridge that gap, I'm, I know it might seem counterintuitive for folks, but uh, we're generally going to hold off on Social Security, make sure that that benefit grows as, as large as it can, give us that stable floor to stand on, and then, you know, kind of work back from there and drawing some of the other assets out. So those would be some some goals, I would say. Yeah, so if you're wondering again, how do I replace my retirement income? I would say, let's sit down and talk. What we can do for you in the specifics is, number one, we're gonna help you address and assess your current financial situation. We're gonna provide feedback for you in a team action plan talking about the ways to maybe look for additional opportunities, maybe some potential threats that could be facing your retirement. Number two is we're gonna set a retirement income goal for you. We can run that retirement calculator and tell you what your number needs to be. We could tell you also with the amount of assets that you have today, what could be a realistic replacement of your income in retirement? And then how does an optimized approach help you out? Number three is we're gonna help you create a retirement budget. Number four, we can take a look at your sources of income, such as Social Security, pensions, and your personal savings. And then number seven is start to talk to you about your investment strategy and approach and how to put it together to help achieve the outcomes that you're looking for. So again, that's something that if you're wondering, how do I replace my income in retirement time? That's exactly what we'd be happy to do for you and provide you that feedback here at America's Retirement Headquarters. And it all starts with that phone call, 419-794-3030. The answer to the question, is it really that simple to figure out how much income you're going to need? Short answer, yes, with a big asterisk, uh, a very, very considerable asterisk. For a more uh, in-depth answer, you want to reach out to the team and start developing that plan for you, 419-794-3030. You can also find them online and schedule a time there as well. ARHQ.com is the website. You've probably heard that in 2033, Social Security may have to cut benefits by about 20%. Uh, what does that mean to you and me? Well, one study says that for the average dual-income couple, it is a cut of over $17,000 a year. And for a higher-earning couple, it's $23,000 loss. So uh, let's talk about this. What steps do you guys take to make up for that lost income now if, if this could come true in 10 years? Well, I know we have a lot of uh, discussions that we do talking about the topic of Social Security. In fact, we have a couple of events that are coming up. If you'd like to join us in person, uh, maybe see some of the strategies, see some of the software, go over to our website, ARHQ.com. You can sign up for one of our Social Security or Medicare events that we have coming up. Now, Chaz, I know uh, we've been working on the uh, most up-to-date presentation to go over Social Security. And if we look at it, the Social Security Administration, they put out a publication. The publication number is 05-10229. And right there, they print on the publication that in 2034, only about 78% of benefits are eligible to be paid because of the Social Security Trust Fund, unless there's legislative changes uh, that make it in effect. So when we look at this, I would say that the answer is a a probably large percentage of people are worried that the government is going to fail on their promise to provide benefits for life for them on what they expected those benefits to be. So I think it is a big concern for folks. And then I think the next thing is, is as we talked about it, you know, when, when we've done Uh, this presentation a lot of times over the years to hundreds, if not thousands of people, 
It's not too common that people come up and say, you know, I'm, I'm worried about Social Security running out in 2034. But you know, in 10 years from now, it, it's big trouble. It's like to me, it's like standing on the train tracks and the train is coming at you a hundred miles an hour, yet our politicians out of Washington, they want to do nothing. Like what politician uh, wants to address this topic? And, you know, is kicking the can down the curb the best solution? So folks, here's exactly what you need to do. You need to get a hold of our office. Uh, give us a call, 419-794-3030, and ask us to run a Social Security Risk Score report for you. Because in the Social Security Risk Score report, what we can do is we can provide for you a printout and an analysis that looks at you know, how Social Security reductions could impact your family. Now, one of the ways, Chaz, that they could do that is they could do what's called a means test uh, based upon income. And, and that's exactly what we are currently seeing happen with Medicare Part B premiums. You know, if your income gets too high, your Medicare premium costs double or triple and go up. The next they could do is they could do an asset-based test. You know, so if you uh, have some assets and you have enough money, they could say, well, you have enough assets, you don't need Social Security in an asset-based test. Third, they could look at raising retirement age. And I know that, you know, us being in our 40s, that's probably realistic mm -hmm. for our generation. But, mm -hmm. you know, for those folks that are close to or in retirement time, I wouldn't worry too much about, you know, the raising of the retirement age. The last one is they could possibly cap Social Security benefits to a lower level. And this could impact what I'd say, quote, the wealthy. And I say, quote, the wealthy, because you'd have to you know, ask the government to define their definition of wealthy. You know, uh, a married couple making over $44,000 a year uh, can have up to 85% of their Social Security benefits taxable. So, you know, that could be the definition of wealthy. And we're looking at the issue of when will Social Security run out of money? The reality is, is we can talk about the poor mistakes that the government makes. You know, we spend trillions of dollars overseas Yet we can't shore up our own promises to people who've paid into the system here in America. You know, the, the reality is, Chaz, that's beyond my control. Mm -hmm. But what I can control is I can control what I can do about it. So what I can do about it is try to make most informed decision on when should I draw benefits. The other thing that I can do is I can run the Social Security risk score and determine how big of an impact a reduction in benefits could mean to my family so I don't have to wait for 10 years down the road. I can start making decisions now with my finances to make sure that I have a plan B in place. And those would be some of the steps that I would talk to people about when they're worried about what if Social Security runs out of money, how is that going to impact my family, and what can I do now uh, to make a decision to protect myself? I agree, Nolan. And, um I think that is important for uh, people to know that um, since the 1980s and the last 40 years, uh, that trust fund um, has been being depleted. And so that doesn't necessarily mean that um, Social Security is going to go out of business. It just means that it's going to look something very much different. And keep in mind, we still do have people paying into the Social Security system. And so one potential fix, of, of course, is to increase the tax rates probably wouldn't take a whole lot to increase to uh, FICA taxes to, you know, kind of bring the system back up uh, to solvency. 
it's something again we can't control so we do have to have a plan for it and you know with social security again like we talked about the the primary goal of social security is having reliable income when i have reliable income when when the majority maybe 75 to 80 percent of my retirement income is guaranteed to come in regardless uh as long as as long as i'm living it just uh eliminates the pressure on your investments to have to take withdrawals and so all we have to really do is come up with a solution that's going to increase our reliability of income. Um, one solution that comes to mind is an annuity. Uh, annuity is kind of like saying car. I mentioned that in the past. There's a lot of different parts and a lot of different um, components. But essentially, what we're looking for is the reliable income stream, the distribution phase of an annuity, which you can actually purchase one to kind of cover a couple different uh, scenarios. One would be that pre-retirement income gap that we talked about where we don't want to take Social Security. Again, we want that to build as, as much as possible. Um, so we'll, we'll take an annuity, we'll take a portion of your investable assets and move it over to an investment that's going to create a reliable income stream for a period of time that would bridge that gap. It may also be that we use that retirement income stream to offset a potential Social Security reduction, but we've got options. We can't control it, but we have a plan for it. Yeah, I think, you know, for those of you, again, that you're worried about the government and their potential failure or reduction of Social Security and how it's going to impact you, let's talk. We did a case study recently with Kimberly. Uh, she was 55, came into the office. And when we did the analysis, what we found is that she had a high probability of success to be able to reach her retirement goals when we ran the various scenarios. But when we stress test her portfolio, if Kimberly's benefits are reduced by 30% uh, in the future because of Social Security reductions, her success in her plan went from 94% to 48%. Oh. And again, the, the good news about that, though, is Kimberly took action. She came in and found out exactly what the impact that that could have on her plan. Now it allows professionals like us and our team to have a conversation with her to talk about what are the tools and strategies to implement within her unique situation that if that does happen, what could be possible solutions? And if it doesn't happen, that just means that, you know, she has more money set aside for a plan B. And it's always good, in my opinion, to have a plan B in place. So here's folks, the first step that you need to do is find out what is your social security risk number and how could that impact you? And then secondarily, we can stress test if there is a reduction, how would it impact the probability of success of your plan? And in fact, if you're a, a longtime listener, heck, if you're a first-time listener, give us a call. We would be happy to run those numbers for you, uh, provide that analysis, and give you some specific advice and feedback. The number is 419-794-3030 if you want to take advantage of this offer. Nolan said something there that I think is, uh, regardless of the situation that Social Security is, is in right now, being able to make the most best informed, well-educated decision, whether it is Social Security, whether it is any aspect of your retirement. That is what the team at America's Retirement Headquarters uh, focuses on, especially when it comes to Social Security and the future uh, that, that may, uh, whatever the future may be. Having that Social Security risk report done, 419-794-3030. You can also go online to the website, find out more about the uh, Social Security and Medicare workshops coming up uh, at the beginning of next month by going to ARHQ.com. So let's talk football. Why not? The NFL season kicks off in just a couple weeks, and that means that millions will be playing fantasy football. 
A recent study found the average fantasy team owner spends about eight hours a week, including for those at the workplace, putting together their lineups, making trades, and keeping track of games that I have to wonder they're not really putting as much time into planning their retirement. Now, I mentioned you guys being caddies of sort earlier. You've certainly coached a lot of clients. Please give our listeners the main reasons to, to bring you guys on as, as their financial advisor. Well, you know, when you look at that, fantasy football is spending eight hours a week, including four hours at the workplace. That's a lot of time people are, are working. Um, fall's a great time. I definitely love football during the time. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't play fantasy football. Yeah. I, I like the draft more than I like the weekly uh, mm-hmm. changes. I do love to see uh, the good old Buckeyes and my Steelers win some football. And, you know, if I can spend some time with friends and family watching some games, I, I think that's good. But, you know, when you're looking at this, uh, whether it's hiring a, a coach and looking at the terms of, you know, utilizing a coach, you know, I think there is a tremendous amount of value, you know, when you work with somebody like a financial advisor as your coach. Um, we do run into a lot of people that maybe are what I call do-it-yourselfers. They like to manage their own money. Maybe they've done a things themselves for a long time. Uh, getting together with us can be a great way to kind of have a second opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, probably the biggest area I think of people that we add value to with are people that have, you know, just gone about their normal nine to five day and they've worked hard and saved and built up a, a nice retirement account through a 401k, uh, maybe, uh, you know, a pension plan. Uh, maybe they've never met with a financial advisor. Uh, maybe they have a financial advisor, but they are, you know, looking for a second opinion. Those are the type of people that we can kind of help put together because it's in those situations where I think developing a plan is crucial. And you think about the success of, you know, building your fantasy football league or even the success of the coach. It really comes down to the game plan. Right. Having your game plan ready before game day. Right. And what time? But what type of team do you want to be? Are we focused on defense or offense? You know, like you said, I'm, I'm thinking back to the, the the few times that I've played fantasy football. There are a couple of things. I mean, every person's different, but there usually are a few things that everybody tries to go for first. You know, to get uh, your running backs in, and then your your wide receivers or whatever your strategy is. But going into it, having a strategy. Um, and I think also taking a look at your finances and just understanding what it costs you to live is kind of like taking an assessment, looking at what are all the players out there that I could possibly have? What are what are my uh, top priorities as it pertains to choosing you know players? Well, what are my top priorities as it, as it pertains to um, my retirement planning? My goals, are they wants, are they needs, or are they wishes? You know, I wish I could get this player. No, I need this player. So I think that's one of the things too, Nolan, that we help our clients uh, understand the difference between wants, needs, and wishes. Yeah, so, you know, with football season right around the corner, uh, hopefully you've got some good picks if you're doing the fantasy football. (laughs) But, you know, regardless of that, having a financial coach can be very valuable in assistance and guiding and really preparing you for navigating your retirement years. You know, number one, you can get personalized retirement planning advice. You know, they can work with you to create a personalized plan based upon your unique family situation, Uh, your preferences, estimate how much you're going to need, develop a budget, help you maintain your investment strategy, Uh, work on goal setting. You know, don't just show up on game day, but develop goals. And your financial coach is going to help you clarify what those retirement goals, whether it's traveling or maintaining a certain lifestyle, you know, looking at leaving a legacy. 
uh, developing your strategy. So what are those plays that are going to help you possibly win the game? You know, retirement income strategies, uh, developing the ways to what we call optimize things like your Social Security, your investment accounts, putting everything together in that comprehensive plan. You know, providing you ongoing guidance. So when you're actually in the game and it's game time, you know, sometimes helping you get your head back in the game. You know, if if uh, the market's acting a little bit crazy, you know, coaching you and giving you guidance to get through some of those tough times. Yeah. You know, looking at things like healthcare planning or tax optimization, you know, looking at social security maximization, giving you coaching all the way and giving you regular check-ins, you know, like taking those breaks and talking about how to reassess where you're at, how to either stay on track, maybe to add more defense or add more offense in based upon how the play is going and, you know, your end goals of where you want to get into play. Yeah. So, Matt, the last thing that we do is a lot of financial education uh, and keeping you educated about the way. So we'd love to help you out. Again, take that next step. Come out to one of our upcoming events. That information is available for you at ARHQ.com. A lot of great events there available. Hopefully one that fits your your time and schedule. And if you can't make one of those, you can always come into the office and speak with them as well. You can schedule it right there at ARHQ.com or give a call 419-794-3030. Another thing that the guys do when it comes to retirement and continuing this fantasy football is uh, this analogy is letting you know when it's time to maybe bench a player or maybe pull a player off a bench or something is is working better that you hadn't thought about. Uh, neither Nolan nor Chaz, and I dare say most of the guys at America's Retirement Headquarters, they don't focus on, on fantasy football. Uh, they are, they're pretty busy uh, helping you out, helping you in, in, in the financial coaching aspect, and they'd be happy to get started with you. Again, the number 419-794-3030. A woman wrote to an advice columnist and said she was planning to retire at age 62, and she asked if it was a good idea to use her 401k for eight years and then start taking Social Security at 70. She has $750,000 saved up and plans to take withdrawals of about $1,700 a month. Uh, she also has a pension, which brought in another $1,500 a month. So if she came to you guys, if she came to the office and she asked you the same question, what would you tell her? And is this the kind of question you get asked often? I think it's a great question. In fact, it's a question that uh, looking at the stats, um, I don't get asked that question very much. In fact, you know, if we look at the Social Security Administration's website, the most recent publication, what happens is an overwhelming majority of people are actually still opting to collect benefits early. So in the year 2022, according to the government's website, ssa.gov, about 23% of people claimed benefits at the age of 62. Another 26% of people claimed benefits before age uh, 63 to full retirement age. There was about 28% of people that collected benefits at full retirement age, but you know, 15% of that uh, group, or you know, roughly half of that group, were uh, either newly entitled, and the other group, the other half of that group, were people that were on a disability conversion, so they were on Social Security disability converting over. So less people are drawing benefits still at full retirement age or delaying later. So I really like this question because. There is some power in delaying benefits to later. And, you know, when she looked at it, one of the questions that she asked is, you know, should I live off of my investment assets in the early years, possibly optimizing my benefits to later in life? And when you look at it, you know, people oftentimes will make a, a quick decision on Social Security. We'll find people will either take Social Security early because they feel they need the income mm -hmm. 
Um, or entitled to it. Yeah, and they're entitled. They, they, you know, they hear the reports about Social Security is going bankrupt. Maybe they better get the money while they can. And these are a lot of the reasons why people take Social Security early. You know, by doing so, what happens is you end up with a lifetime penalty in reductions of benefits. But folks, listen to this. Social Security could be your biggest asset. And making the right decision could make tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars during the course of your lifetime and the amount of income that you receive. So a married couple, both age 61, one entitled to benefits of $2,000 a month at full retirement age, and a spouse entitled to $1,000 a month at full retirement age, if they collected benefits at the age of 62 and both lived to the age of 85, the lifetime benefit that they could receive is $930,692. So it's a million dollar question, right? When is the best time to take benefits? And either way, even in this example of them drawing benefits early at the age 62, mm -hmm. which again gives them a lifetime reduction and penalty for drawing early, that's still nearly a million dollars. And, you know, when you look at their IRAs, their 401ks, their pension, their other assets, their house, their car, their bank accounts, I bet that Social Security is their biggest or second biggest asset they own, which is why it's just so crucial to make sure you're making a customized solution and it is unique to your family situation. Not what you learned in the water cooler, not what you read online, not even what you heard on the radio show here today. It's based upon your unique numbers and knowing your numbers because we went back and we ran an optimization report for this couple. And if we looked at an optimization strategy, it could provide total benefits of $1,222,238 so folks, don't shortchange your family. The optimized approach in this example could provide an additional $291,546 in lifetime benefits. So delaying Social Security could be the right approach. And that's where I think a coach like us comes into play because the follow-up to that, Chaz, is I oftentimes people hear people say, well, I'm not working till 70, right? right? I'm not working till 66. I'm ready to retire. And we're not telling you not to retire. We're telling you to talk with a professional and have a conversation just like this woman who wrote to the columnist about what do you do to fund the gap? Mm -hmm. And that's where somebody like you come into play, Chaz, and talking to you know, somebody about funding the gap to optimize their overall benefits. Right. Funding the gap is uh, such an important concept because it does generally mean the, the difference between, you know, your money lasting for the rest of your life and having uh, a greater potential of, of potentially, you know, not having enough. I'm thinking of a scenario today. I was, I'm going a different direction. I had something written out, but I was speaking with a client today and on the board, Nolan, we had the two scenarios, taking Social Security at 62, one at 70. And the scenario where he was taking Social Security at 62 resulted in a 60% probability of success, way below the tolerance that we would feel comfortable with. On the, you know, the, the proposed strategy, which was um, I had originally looked at 70 for him. He's like, there's no way. I'm taking it now. Uh, but 67, you know, showed like a 90% probability of success. It improved the numbers so much that it was I was almost surprised. So I'm looking through and, and yeah, it was actually correct. 
But we still, it was still a, an arm wrestling match to get him off that topic of taking it at 62. And I did some research after that. I'm like, why, you know, the numbers don't lie. It's right there on the screen. I'm a numbers guy. You are. Uh, but that's just even not enough for people sometimes to know that the numbers, you know, are almost always going to make sense. So I think it's important um, for you guys that are listening, that are thinking about making the social security decision that you, that you shift your paradigm. You know, we've been working on screaming from the rooftops. You've talked about it today. Don't think about social security in terms of a $2,300 benefit. Think about it in terms of $500,000 versus 800 to a million dollars over your lifetime. You know, if we were going to, if we were talking in those type of amounts, I think that would resonate with people a lot more that if I were going to offer you a million versus 500,000, you're going to take notice. You're going to pay attention. You're going to, you know, have lots of questions. It's not just going to be simply, well, I'm taking it because I can't, I'll take the 500,000 because I'm entitled to it and I can get it now. Mm -hmm. Now that's a little bit more in-depth conversation, a little bit uh, more sophisticated for lack of a better words, thought process that needs to go in this because again, it's all about not losing the game, going back to football, whatever strategy ultimately has a greater possibility of you running out of money is the one that we're not going to recommend. And almost, I don't want to say 90% of the time taking social security, at least full retirement age is, uh, the most successful strategy. So shift your paradigm from income to assets. It's your number one asset in retirement. Don't blow it. Um, make sure that you're taking it in consideration of your family's goals, not just yours, the stuff at the water cooler. Talk to a professional. Uh, bringing up the Social Security Risk Score Report to find out what could happen uh, in the event of a reduction of benefits and what you could do to to counteract that ahead of time. And again, I want to invite you guys out to the Social Security and Medicare workshops that the, the team at America's Retirement Headquarters is having September 5th and September 6th. You can go to the website, arhq.com, click on the events tab to find out how to go and reserve your seat. Or if you just want to get right in front of them, skip the line and, and, and get in front of them and, and have that report run as soon as possible. That's real easy as well. You can do that right on the website as well. Or give a phone call, 419-794-3030. Did you know that if you go to a casino, you can get a sheet listing the odds of winning for each game? So let's talk about this as it pertains to retirement. When it comes to assessing the probabilities of achieving retirement goals, what tools uh, does America's Retirement Headquarters have, have at your disposal? Well, I think that cheat sheet uh, helps you out a little bit in the casinos, but you know, they, they still don't build those big casinos when the odds are in your favor. Right. You know, one of the things that we do have coming up, if you want to learn about how to put the odds in your favor, again, go over to our website, ARHQ.com. Uh, coming up October 11th, we have our semi-annual economic update. It's going to be the Perrysburg Hilton Garden Inn. And in fact, what we're doing is we're having um, a presentation to talk about all the ways to put the odds in your favor uh, as an investor or, or retiree. And then uh, the other half of the night, we're turning the uh, ballroom into a casino. So we're having, you know, fun money and games, but we have a lot of great activities where you can come out. So if you want to come to a casino and not lose real money uh, and get updated on what strategies you can do and tools and technology you can use to put the odds in your favor, all you can do is just go to the over to ARHQ.com and uh, click on the events tab, come out to our semi-annual economic update. It's going to be a great night. I'm uh, excited. Yeah, me too. I know we're getting dressed up. We're going to have tons of fun, great food, great entertainment, and uh, an overall excellent evening. But when we look at this, 
this is one of the areas that I absolutely love talking about because, you know, in being in the business for 30 years, if I go back, you know, to when I got into the business in the mid 90s, I'd have to read like a phone book thick prospectus to try to get information. And today with the tools and technology that is out there it is allowing us to help investors put the odds in their favor and get to that information much quicker. One of the things that we do is we use a software program. It's called uh, Nitrogen. And what it does is it helps an investor determine uh, what their investment policy statement looks like. So if I ask you today, if you're listening, what is the outcomes that your portfolio is likely to do over the next six months and if you don't know the answer to that, nitrogen can help you out on that because what it can do is it can tell you within a 95% probability what the range of returns of your portfolio could accomplish over the next six months. It can give you what the potential return of your portfolio could be over the long term. We can then stress test your portfolio and say, well, if and when the market went down, you know, what could it look like from a maximum drawdown? We can even go over and look at the stats and tell you you know, when times are good, how much of the upside are you participating in in the good markets? And when times are bad, you know, how much of the down market are you taking? And making sure that the odds are stacked in your favor, meaning that you're getting more of the good and trying to avoid uh, a lot of the bad. So it starts with the foundation, again, using uh, nitrogen. Now, Chaz, I know oftentimes in a, in a planning situation, uh, the next tool that you use is called right capital. Right. So with Right Capital, it's got uh, uh, the kind of the hub, if you will. It allows you to keep all of your goals, your objectives, your financial inventory together. And if I look at it, the one thing that I like the most about it is the retirement tab. Mm. Within that retirement tab, we can look at 2,000 possible scenarios and determine what the probability of success is and the outcomes of that plan. So I am just met with a client earlier this week, somebody that's new to coming into the planning process. And by going through the plan and right capital, what we did is we put what their goals and objectives were. And they had about a 65% probability of success based upon what they're doing today. And I'd say, you know, 65% just off the get-go without having any professional guidance is not a bad start, but it's not something that I probably would want to feel confident about moving into retirement time on. So by using the scenario, what we're able to do is able to look at a couple of different things. So one of the observations that we were able to make is if they had a major healthcare crisis, like needing long-term care for you know a four-year period of time or each of them for two years at the end of their plan, it dropped their probability of success down below 50%. So it's healthcare-related issues are something that could dramatically impact this family's probability of success. So we put that on our team action plan as a talking point. We looked at the scenario that said, you know, well, what if Social Security reduces their benefits by 20%? How would that impact the outcome? And boom, instantaneously with technology, you know, it can refresh all those numbers and it can show them. We also then showed them in what we would call an optimized plan. So in this case, another big risk that they had because they're so close to retirement is a major market loss could negatively impact their plan. And going in the optimized plan, what we're able to do is able to look at maybe a more conservative plan, you know, more of what I call the steady eddy. They don't have to have the roller coaster rides as much anymore. Mm -hmm. 
by taking it and optimizing the plan to more of a conservative approach, using nitrogen to build that out in a strategy that increased the odds, we were able to bring up their odds of success to 94%. And so talk about gaining confidence from what was uncertain about retirement to having a crystal clear retirement roadmap, knowing where your guardrails are on the ups and downs within the market within 95% of the time, talking about how to add airbags and a GPS for autopilot onto the program, mm -hmm. and then working to increase the odds of their success to uh, over 90% using some of the technology that's out there. There is just absolutely fantastic tools and technology that we use here at America's Retirement Headquarters. And I think that's one of the competitive advantages that we have, uh, whether it's the independent income system calculator that you created, or whether it's the social security optimization reports, and all the technologies to make sure that if it is, sometimes people tell me uh, investing is like gambling. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, let's do everything yeah. we can to put the odds in your favor. Show me the odds sheet, like you're saying. Yeah, I think the, the, the power with the financial planning tools, one is using multiple approaches. Like you said, Nolan, we have one that we've developed here in-house. We have nitrogen, we have right capital. The beauty of it is like the A-team when a plan comes together, when all of the different tools and analysis that we use line up and it results in the same uh, recommendations. Like, yes, we've checked it in all three of these systems and it's giving us the go ahead that, yeah, it is going to be a better scenario for you to take Social Security at 67. The other thing, too, that I would make mention of is that optimal to you and optimal to me and to our clients is different for each client. And again, it comes back to those trade-offs. You know, are you willing to sacrifice uh, working one or two more years later to know that you and your spouse will have at least one to two years saved by the time you enter, you know, the, the, the slow down, the, the no-go phases of retirement, if you will, and you're going to need long-term care. Some people don't care about that. Some people would prefer to spend more money now while they can enjoy it and live for today and we'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. And so their optimal strategy involves retiring maybe two or three years earlier, uh, maybe saving more. And so we can kind of like on the, the EQ on your radio, some different levels of bass. You know, as a kid, I had the big boom box <laughs> in my trunk. I love that. Now I can't hear, you know what I mean, in my right ear. But, um, but this different things sound better to different people. And so we're going to walk you through a baseline scenario, what we normally think clients are generally going to spend. Because to be honest, if you're a millionaire or multimillionaire, you're probably not going to eat more food than somebody that maybe doesn't have that sort of savings. But there are other travel and hobbies and other prospects that you have. And so uh, getting a baseline established and then walking you th some of the um, the benefits that you can uh, customize. It's like buying a house. You know, what do you want in this thing? What do you want it to look like? And that's the real beauty of the financial planning software. It's the interactive nature of it. It's the visual acuity that I can see in a moment's notice how, how well we've done. And then I particularly like the tax efficient um, program or, or applet that will you know basically show you how much you'll save in taxes by implementing a Roth conversion strategy, the, the strategic method, the tactical method, you know, what is this ultimately going to do for our long term, for our family, for our beneficiaries? Um, 
it's all about using the tools that you, by by way of America's Retirement Headquarters, have at their disposal to make sure that you know the probability of success you're going to have when it comes to your retirement. And if there are changes that you can make to to increase those those odds, make it tip more into your favor, you know how to go about doing that as well. You have to take the first step, though. Schedule a time to speak with them, 419-794-3030, or as Nolan pointed out, the upcoming economic summit in October, October 11th. Uh, that is... Uh, coming up here and you can find out more including how to go ahead and reserve your seat for that reserve your space for that by going to the website arhq.com now the most popular retirement account in the country is by far the 401k to the tune of about 60 million people participating in them but there was an article on the motley fool website guys that that says it doesn't always mean it's the best it actually recommends looking at either a traditional or perhaps even a roth ira so let me ask uh, what are your thoughts on that and perhaps the bigger question is uh, why well, you know, if you look at it, how much should I put in my 401k? Uh, kind of when we were preparing for this segment, Chaz, I think one of the things that you said. Can we, that, say, can we say do it till it hurts on the show? I don't do it till it hurts. <laughs> I think that was the, the feedback that Chaz says. And you know what? I would say that uh, I somewhat agree with that statement in, in the fact that I'm never going to tell somebody not to save for the future. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think that obviously you should enjoy today because tomorrow is never promised. But at the same time, you know, the expectation is we want you to save for a bright future to allow you to the freedom and flexibility to do what you want to do. But, you know, when we break down the numbers and we take a look at them, you know, our combined 50 plus years of doing this and working with hundreds and hundreds of families that have transitioned into retirement time, what I would say is a lot of people have fallen into this 401k trap that's out there. And the 401k trap that's out there is for the last, you know, 30, 35 years, people have been socking away money in a tax-deferred retirement account under the promise or the belief that when they get to retirement time, their tax rates would be lower and they would pay less taxes in the future than what they pay today. And in reality, for the overwhelming majority of people that we meet with, they move into retirement time. And now, you know, through saving successfully through investment growth and, you know, being able to be in a position, they're able to travel. They're able to spend time with their grandkids, take the family on vacations. They're spending as much, if not more, income in retirement than what they did in their working years. Now, in addition to that, you know, for those people who are not yet at retirement time, you know, in uh, the problem is, is our government is spending us into a massive debt problem. You know, our national debt is the highest it's ever been with no stop in sight. So at some point in the future, tax rates could be significantly higher. And if you look at a 401k, it's usually the biggest or second biggest asset that somebody owns. And so that really could be in the crosshairs of where higher taxes could be in the future. So first, here's some tips. Number one is if there is a company match in a 401k, To me, there's no such uh, better thing than free money. Mm -hmm. Whatever the company is going to match you, you absolutely want to put that money into the plan. If your plan happens to fall under the new uh, rules that came out under the SECURE Act and or your plan has the ability to put money into a Roth 401k, again, seek the advice of an accountant because we're not a tax professional. But generally speaking, I think it's better off to pay taxes on the smaller balance while you know what today's which are currently historically low tax brackets are then wait to pay taxes on a much bigger balance if you're successful in investing on what could be a higher tax balance now 
you have to be disciplined here, right? Mm -hmm. It's easy to have it come out of your paycheck. You never see it. So if you redirect that money somewhere else, you have to be disciplined to be able to put it somewhere else. That could be putting it into a Roth IRA. Um, I met with a couple the other day. You know what I pointed out is the fact that if one of the two of them passed away, um, the surviving spouse would be in big trouble because they didn't have enough life insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, they could redirect some money into cash value life insurance. In this case, they can protect their family in the event that there's a premature death. Uh, The policy that I was talking about included lifetime benefits. So in the event that one of the two of them got uh, a chronic illness, such as a diagnosis of inability to perform two of the activities of daily living. Cancer. uh, Chronic, critical illness. Yeah, cancer, organ transplant. So if they had something that happened during their lifetime, they had the ability where they could accelerate when they qualified for some of their benefits um, that could you know, help shore up the, the finances. Now, in addition to that, properly constructed cash value life insurance has been around for hundreds of years and can also be a tax favorable investment in the future that somebody could use as income to help fund their retirement goals. Now, in addition to that, certain types of life insurance are also not subject to the ups and downs of Wall Street and the volatility of Wall Street. And again, I'm not saying there's nothing wrong uh, with ups and downs of Wall Street, but as you get older in life, you know, the less volatile your market performance is and the less volatile your retirement account is, probably the more important it is. So, you know, how much you should put in your 401k, as I'd say, save until it hurts. Yeah. But maybe in your 401k, only up until the company match, maybe look at other options. That's what we can show you in your situation, what maybe uh, could be the best approach on how to redirect what your contributions are in the future. 419-794-3030, whether it is coming to their office and speaking with them, whether it is attending an upcoming event, which you can find at arhq.com slash events and, and learn more that way. I want to thank you, as we always do, for joining us, spending part of your day with us here on America's Retirement Headquarters, home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. Have a great week ahead of you. Guys, thank you, as always, for the time. And as we wrap up, I want to leave you with the final word. Well, every week I like to leave you with a good quote. And I don't think we can get a better quote than the one that you just said there, Chaz. And so the quote of the week is, save till it hurts. <laughs> Folks, I hope you have a fantastic week. Uh, just enjoy the beautiful weather while we still have it here. And uh, remember, when you think retirement, think America's Retirement Headquarters. It's home of the Retirement Guys Formula and America's Medicare Associates. America's Retirement Headquarters is located at 1700 Woodlands Drive in Maumee, Ohio. You can reach them by calling 419-794-3030 or online at americasretirementheadquarters.com. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Nolan Baker is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstance. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Nolan Baker, Ohio Insurance License Number 27787.